Um, this is about Licensee Leadership Forum. Licensee Leadership Forum um, came about uh, two years ago, I believe, at, at, um, uh, after we finished um, uh, uh, leadership, uh, sorry, uh, Licensee Summit last year. Uh, Tim Steele, who's in the room, um, came over to Conexus, uh, which was based on uh, many years uh, earlier, my predecessor, Simon Hoyle, uh, who began a conversation to get uh, uh, licensee leaders um, a, a voice represented among licensee leaders. And, uh, and so out of Licensee Summit two years ago was spawned Licensee Leadership Forum. So we're joined today by Matt Fogarty, Nathan Jacobson, uh, Matt Fogarty from Fitzpatrick, Private Wealth, and um, Nathan Jacobson, known to many of you guys uh, now at Eastern Investments. One. Is that what I call it? Yeah. Uh, so look, just really want to get a bit of a brief on how the Leadership Forum is going. What, what its purpose is, now that it's been going for two years, and then I've got a series of couple of little follow-up questions as well. So what's the, uh, what's the leadership for and what's its purpose? Hit it away, Nash. Okay. <laughs> uh, I actually want to say thanks to Professional Planner First mm -hmm. and to Tim, who actually really created this forum. Um, so both of you sponsored it, and then we kicked you out, which was great after that. That's a joke. Uh, and also, Matt's been doing all the work over the last six months, so I'm just actually riding on coattails here today, which is, which is great. But the, the thing that's been really valuable for those of us that have been in that forum for over two years now, and I think quite a few people in this room who participate, uh, firstly, it's not a formal organisation. It's an informal conversation. Um, it's a conversation <coughs> talking about how we can actually can work together to better the industry, um, born out of a frustration that those conversations weren't happening. Um, and also really that a whole bunch of our issues are not competition-based, so really echoing some of those earlier points. And so how do we actually proactively start a conversation with each other and Treasury and ASIC um, uh, to try and find a better way to do things? And that's really what it's, that's come out of. You, you go, Matt. You go. Yeah, thanks, Nathan. So it, and, uh, it does hark back to what we've been talking about all morning, about one voice. For those of us who are here, it was 2018, Tim. Uh, same conversation, um, I could almost replay it. Um, what this forum is really about is exactly that, an opportunity for, for licensee executives to come together to have a conversation. Um, there's people in this room who probably may have heard about it, um, who have not heard about it and might be interested in it, and that's great because uh, it's open to everyone. The, the, the diversity of, of the participants is the key from individual firms uh, with their own license through to larger firms, to industry super funds, some of whom we heard from this morning, Evan, uh, who presented really well from Sun Super. So really the, the principles, and I'll just share them really quickly, we got together at the very outset five things. We're focused on the business of advice, positive advocacy for the business of advice across all models and approaches. Uh, we are unified in our approach to restoring trust in advice, so belief that we need to build the future, not defend the past, or our own models. Three, we encourage diversity of thought, so professional courtesy and respect in the way that we work together and other stakeholders. We are accountable, willing, uh, willingness to contribute and be involved, executing actions that we've taken and things that we do. And of course, the final point was about we are raising standards, focus on the issues and the policies that will have a material impact on, on lifting standards and driving professionalism. Now, that was however many years ago now, and they probably still hold true. Some of the work that we've been doing, Matt, if I just roll on from there. So, uh, Steve and Mahita, who come along every quarter, 
uh, Treasury, so Kate Metz, uh, who's now moving into another role, I believe, but, uh, and Leah and others, um, uh, associations uh, and other interested parties come along uh, on an agenda every quarter. Is, so we meet four times a year, a couple of hours. Uh, COVID was interesting, a lot of uh, Microsoft Teams meetings. Uh, and for the first time in a while, we uh, got together, for certainly those in Sydney, uh, in, a, in a boardroom uh, as well. So that's how it works. Yeah, great. Um, so I'll eventually get around to what's the call to action. So that'll yeah. be my last question. So we can kind of think about that. Um, um, but a couple in, um, you know, between now and then. So the licensing model has been talked about a little bit uh, today. So given the these future uncertainty, perhaps, of the licensing model, how do you see licensee leadership for forum going ahead, and and uh, who will it represent? Uh, given in a, in perhaps you know, in an in a individual registration kind of model? Yeah, I think actually one of our opening statements was um, we're prepared to accept that licences may not exist in five years' time, mm -hmm. um, and we'd be okay with that. Uh, the, the purpose of the conversation was actually a bigger game. Um, we, didn't want, we didn't want factions, we didn't want people standing there protecting their, uh, their turf, and, and everyone's been true to their word. And we've got industry funds, we've got... Uh, institutions, we've got banks, we've got private licences, we've got individual advisors, we, we've genuinely got diversity in that room and everyone is focused on actually how do we make this better. Um, you know, I think the, the debate around the role of a licence is lacking nuance. Um, anyone who runs a licence knows that the giving of the licence is one small part of what you do. And um, uh, when 75% of advice practices have less than a million dollars of revenue, um, they're going to be buying services from someone. Mm. So I think those commercial opportunities will emerge. I think it's, it's almost a, it's a conversation that's really not worth debating. Um, it'll, it'll just, um, the market will sort that out. But um, uh, advisors are accountable for their advice and increasingly will be accountable for their advice. Um, you know, I think if we all focus on getting a better outcome as an industry, then that stuff will work its, work its way through. I think it probably helps clarify the role of a licensee, whatever, however it's whatever it's ultimately called. One of the things we can't forget is that we are highly fragmented. We, we all know that. And one of the things that a licensee does in, in whatever shape or form is brings community and connection. And so it is complex. We all know how complex it is, but the ability to come together and create a, a sense of belonging, I think is really important. Mm. And, and it's one of the key functions of what these groups uh, stand for and what they exist to do. Because without it, it it's a very lonely and isolated uh, world out there and it's complex. And so once again, the ability for smart people in this room and back home to help interpret and to kind of give direction and support and guidance is always going to be critical. Okay. A licensee state of mind or in a licensee state of mind, is that fair to say? Um, I don't know, Matt. I, I just think it will evolve. I, I'm with Nathan. I think it's already happening. Yep. I think we're, we're, you know, people who, who value advice and, and, and uh, want to see the profession truly emerge, they're already moving. Business models follow yep. um, and the regulation will follow after that. I think it's already happening, quite frankly. Yep. And uh, one thing I'll... Yep. Sorry, Nathan. No, no. That's... Um, the, one thing that we've heard a lot about in the reporting that we do on Professional Planner and um, particularly in the last year and a half was this idea about compliance overreach by licensees. Can you give me your perspective on that? Because I thought that was maybe an interesting conversation to bring out on this, um, you know, in this, in this forum. Yeah. 
yeah, I try not to laugh when I hear um, surprise that licensees have overreached. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, two days later, we're, we're tallying up the billions of dollars the banks have spent fixing advice. Um, it's, anyone who's in the industry knows that it's an inevitable outcome. Um, but it, it stems from the legislation, which says the licensee is responsible, but they don't actually control the advice. They have to somehow supervise, and then if something goes wrong, immediately remediate, and then hopefully try and recoup the losses from a small business who may actually not be there anymore. Um, and it's a, it's a natural process. Um, I, I think the, the comment around compliance overreach is actually a question around risk appetite for the organisations who are left. Um, and uh, I, I, there's no simple answer to that problem. It's a, it's a, a mix of regulatory change, it's a mix of economic model change. Um, there's no question licensees have overreached, but I think they had no choice. Yeah, I tend to agree. We, I think we uh, have all bolted down the systems and the, the guidance and the policies. I, I don't think there's anyone in this room who hasn't been through this process. I would frame it a little bit differently, Matt. I think really, uh, can, how can we make this work for us, not against us, is a key kind of framing that we should have. And we've heard it this morning, we've heard it all day, and in, it's incumbent on industry. It's not for Treasury or ASIC to solve these issues. It's for industry to come up with plausible, coherent um, solutions, in my mind. So yes, I think licensees have probably overreached. I suspect that's probably true. But I also think that the opportunity, again, is for licensee professionals to, there was a call that was made earlier, Anik might have mentioned it as well, common interpretation is key. Uh, too many times we are seeing different interpretation being applied and whether that's because of fear, whether that's because of whatever motivation that sits behind it, the more that we can collectively uh, interpret and implement consistently, the better off we'll be. The Royal Commission was a great example. You've got these poor professional standards people, you know, getting absolutely hammered and the different interpretations that were applied over incidents and breach reporting. It was a classic example. Mm. And, and I'm not sure how far we've come on that, quite frankly. Yeah, we've got five minutes left. Um, one more question, if I may. The, to the matter of representation, there's a lot of representative bodies around, but perhaps that means there's way too many voices or re representative voices going around. What, what's, what's the solution in relation to this idea that seems to be have permeated throughout um, the discussions today relating to kind of one single voice? You know, and I'll also reference some of the work the FSC was doing around, um, you know, the, I think it, the, the future of advice report, yet all their membership seems to be, you know, no disrespect obviously to the FSC, but all their membership seems to be large institutions that none of them, advice doesn't seem to be in the representative, you know, representation of that industry body. What's your thoughts around representation? Is there a, a body that we can all get in behind? Uh, or does it need to be developed? Hmm. Uh, Maybe one for, the, one for the universe? No, no, I think, well, it's, it's, we've, we've got to face into these things. You know, the, the conversation I had over lunch was exactly this. How, how, you know, one voice, how do we go forward? It's not necessarily one solution, but, but again, a, a more coordinated, coherent conversation for, for, for regulators and Treasury and others is critical. I think the, the various associations, AFA, FPA, uh, the FSC, I think all have a role to play. This licensee forum, it was an active conversation of, well, 
should it be formalised in that construct? And the decision was made, no, we shouldn't. We should advocate through the forums of whether it's the FPA or the FSC. There's many people in this room who are on those advisory committees in the respective associations, and that was the decision that was made to go forward and try to influence and bring that back to the table. I think somehow, I think we're closer to this than what we give ourselves credit for, quite frankly. Just a bit of time and effort required. Yeah, I kind of, I'd reflect on the, word, the language of one voice as well, and I'm, mm. I'm not convinced that's the goal we should be seeking. The industry is currently very diverse. We've got industry funds who come at things from a slightly different perspective. We've got privately licensed small advice businesses, which I'm really pleased to see quite a few here today, who come at things from a different perspective than I do. Um, we run different businesses. Uh, and it's not inappropriate, there are different associations, but um, I think we have to have a considered voice as opposed to all throwing our lobbyists in, all arguing from our perspective. I think we actually need to try and work together, which is what the forum has really tried to focus on is, let's not create another voice, let's just try and actually um, have a conversation that becomes a considered result, which we then influence through our various stakeholder groups. Okay, great. Look, what's the call to action for this group now? What, um, what do you think would be a good outcome for the Licensee Leadership Forum to use this forum to then build and move ahead? Uh, go, nice, you go. Um, one is get involved. Um, that's the obvious call to action. We don't have any resources, we don't have any funding. Um, we, you know, Matt's done a fantastic job of chairing and organising over the last sort of nine months. Tim did a great job before that. It's actually relying entirely on the efforts of the people involved. But what's spinning out is a lot of consultation that's going on. Um, a lot of working groups, a lot of papers. There was a submission that went up, which is from the forum. Uh, and that's all happening off the back of people's individual teams. Um, and no one's getting paid for it. It's just all leaning in and trying to fix the problem. But the other big reflection I've had today off the back of um, the fee consent issue we're all facing is I don't think we have engaged the product manufacturers and the super trustees very effectively at all in the last two years. So my big call to action is, for those of you in the room, please engage um, and help us solve this because th this little situation we've got emerging where we've got 15 different forms to handle one simple process um, is all our own making and we can fix it, um, but I don't think we're working collaboratively enough or as well as we could. Yeah, I'd, I'd follow on from that. Uh, great to have people involved. Again, I know there's people in this room. I'd, I'd love to have you along and I'll be sending you an email, don't worry. Uh, and you'll hear more about it um, because it's the diversity of that representation is really great. What we need to keep doing again is, is offering up uh, some of that, uh, that intellectual thought and share that across the group. We had a fantastic session on Friday. I'm looking at John, who, who kind of led us through some of the work that he'd been doing and leading at MLC Wealth, but we had Affinia presenting, we had AMP presenting, Brian May from Horizon Wealth Management, all sharing how they're running their business, their interpretation. And that's exactly what I'm getting at around that, that common understanding, really powerful for those who are able to join. So I think get involved, be prepared to share, and I think don't wait for a licensee leadership forum. You've now got a range of people sitting around you, you've got to keep talking. I think the rate of conversation needs to lift. It's the frequency and the rate of conversation around these issues is key. Okay, great. Look, I, you know, I got a little bit more of an idea of the Licensee Leadership Forum Thanks, and Matt. what you guys are about, so I appreciate that. And um, look, um, I think I'll leave the pleasantries up to Lawrence, but Would thanks um, very much. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.